This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, June 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Weight limits lifted for harvest. AB5 may go to SCOTUS. Appropriators note plant-based concerns. USMCA turns one. TPA ends. Amid driver shortage, California lifts load limits for harvest. The State Transportation Agency has temporarily bumped up the weight limit for ag haulers to 88,000 pounds, which is allowed on state roads only. Haulers must apply for a special 60-day permit, and the authorization expires at the end of August. In a letter to State Food and Ag Board, the Transportation Secretary noted such an authorization can only be applied during emergency situations. The state sees the situation as a longer-term systemic issue and is looking to engage other agencies on solutions to avoid more authorizations. Remember, haulers have warned that a 60% driver shortage is likely to hit farmers looking for truckers to haul this year's harvest. Expanding load limits by 8,000 pounds would maximize available drivers. Truckers to petition Supreme Court on AB5. The California Trucking Association, CTA, plans to petition U.S. Supreme Court to review lower court decisions in a case against the AB5 independent contractor law. This is according to CTA Vice President of Government Affairs, Chris Shimoda, who spoke this week at the annual meeting of the California Creamery Operators Association. Shimoda estimated independent truckers make up about 20% of all owner-operators in California. He told the creamery operators that 70,000 owner-operators suddenly disappearing from the state of California is going to have a huge negative impact on you. CTA currently uh, fundraising to cover the court costs for the review, which could run as high as $2 million. Now remember... CTA won a preliminary injunction in January 2020. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals overturned that decision this April and later denied a rehearing but granted a stay of mandate. The preliminary injunction will remain in place pending the Supreme Court review. And on that note, the Supreme Court has rejected a petition by Imperial Valley farmer Michael Abadi over long-standing legal battle with his irrigation district over water rights. The petition hinged on whether farmers own an irrevocable allocation of the district's Colorado River water, and if that is a federally protected water right. Newsom expected to boost union access after SCOTUS ruling. Ag labor lawyers expect Governor Newsom will direct regulators to create new avenues for farm worker unions to access workers. This follows the Supreme Court ruling last week that California's right of access regulation is illegal. The Sacque Law Group claims pro-union advocates in and around Newsom's office are pushing for funding to compensate employers in exchange for union organizer access to fields. Unions have also been attempting to use the National Labor Relations Act to access company email systems and social media platforms, that according to Sacque. House Approach set to debate USDA FDA funding. The House Appropriations Committee today will debate amendments to a $26.6 billion fiscal 22 spending bill that funds USDA and FDA. Republicans say the bill is too big and that Democrats are uh, shorting defense 
spending. Ahead of the meeting, a panel released the draft committee report of the Ag Bill. The report says, among other things, that lawmakers are looking to USDA for a carefully developed and articulated plan on how to address climate change. The bill designates $347 billion for climate research and related priorities. The report also addresses issues surrounding plant-based food products. The report says the committee, quote, is concerned by the assertions being made that labeling of these products are misleading, deceptive, and confusing to consumers. At the same time, the report continues to urge FDA to work toward ultimately enforcing standards of identity for dairy products. The dairy industry has been pushing FDA for years to crack down on plant-based products that use dairy names. And don't miss this week's AgriPulse newsletter. We'll break down how the bipartisan infrastructure package could affect agriculture in rural America. U.S., Canada, and Mexico celebrate USMCA birthday. Top trade officials from the U.S., Mexico, and Canada meet today to celebrate the first birthday of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, the popular bipartisan replacement to the North American Free Trade Agreement. Texas Representative Kevin Brady, top Republican of the Ways and Means Committee, said USMCA has expanded, quote, access for American dairy, chicken, egg, and turkey products to Canadian markets. But groups like the Biotechnology Innovation Organization say the pact hasn't prevented Mexico from failing to approve any new biotech traits. Mexico recently issued a decree to ban genetically modified corn for human consumption by January 31, 2024. Biden losing trade negotiating authority. Trade Promotion Authority, the legal power that requires Congress to consider a trade agreement without amending it, will expire after today, even as the Biden administration considers possible revisions to the law in a possible future extension. TPA is considered crucial to enacting new trade agreements and has broad support of the U.S. ag sector. But during a House Ways and Means Committee hearing last month, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai refused to give a timeline on when the administration would seek to revive it. Traditionally, TPA has been an articulation of the objectives that the United States government and Congress pursue through negotiating an agenda tied to lawmakers. Right now, there's an opportunity to look at it through the lens of Build Back Better. Build Back Better is the term the White House uses for Biden's effort to reshape the U.S. economy. Carbon capture report on its way to Congress today. White House official says a meaty report on carbon capture, utilization, and sequestration will be on its way to Congress today. David Kiva, the director of public engagement at the Council on Environmental Quality, said on a webinar put on by progressive business group Business Forward that the report will outline how to move forward with CCUS projects without causing environmental harm. Now take note. President Joe Biden has consistently touted CCUS as an important strategy to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Many Midwest ethanol plants are looking at capturing the carbon dioxide from their facilities and then shipping it via pipeline to underground storage. Here's today's He Said It. If we had 100 Costas in Congress, we'd be in a much better shape. That Jaime Castaneda 
the executive president for policy of the National Milk Producers Federation. He was praising legislative efforts of San Joaquin Valley Representative Jim Costa, who was raised on a dairy farm at the Creamery Operators Meeting on Tuesday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, June 30th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.